0: My collaborator today is Shoinka Rahim, a grassroots spiritual practitioner and founder of Viva Love, which stands for Breathe In, Breathe Out, Love. Shoinka's work and practice is one of sacred embodiment grounded in the kind of love she describes as a guiding light for all beings through the chaos of living. Her enthusiasm and passion for leaning into and raising the vibrations of love is infectious. Her work is informed by multiple spiritual modalities, but originated from a teaching she received from her mother. Where the people are gathered in prayer, you too can pray. In our conversation, Shoyinka shares how singing, dancing, and playing music are essential to her practice. She describes the commitment to repeatedly come back to and connect with peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease, as how we found our great selves, so we can move towards our greatest selves. As a special bonus, Shrenka gave me permission to share some of the recordings from her Bebo Love album in this episode, which you can get through her website, BeboLove.us. Thank you so much for making time to collaborate with me on an episode.
1: Well, I'm very thankful and honored that you want to interview me for Everything is Workable because Bebo Love is about reminding myself to take a deep breath throughout all the chaos. Bebo Love was created for me and <laughs> the hopes that others benefit. Bebo Love, Shoinka. I say Bebo Love to Shoinka. Frequently, (laughs) the midst of all the chaos, because my own chaos and the chaos that just exists. And and I bring myself back by saying, Be well, love, Shoika.
0: So in my chaplaincy training that I'm doing, one of the things we've been asked to do is figure out what our North Star precept is. So it's the thing that guides us in all of our work. And I realized really quickly that mine is love. That that just like everything I do, I do because grounded in some sense of the worthiness of love that we all have. And that's, that's, my, that's what my precept is, is you are worthy of love. And remembering to tell myself that I'm part of the you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. Well, that
1: is the root of Bebo love. It's, it begins with self. I call forth Bebo love is a practice to raise the vibration of peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. And that it begins with recognizing that it's in my body. It's in my body. Peace, love, joy. Happiness, health, grace, and ease. It's in my body. Peace, love, joy. Happiness, health, grace and ease. It's in my body. It's in my body. Peace, love, joy. Happiness, health, grace, and ease. It's very important that I say that every day. I sing it. I say it. I ask other people to sing it and say it. And yes, it's important to be all love. Shoyinka. Mm,
0: beautiful. So I always start off by asking people to talk a little bit about their background and what brought them to the work that they're doing. And so what brought you to this work of being of service and being in the world the way that you are? And uh, I describe it in very Buddhist terms of what was your experience of moving from I am suffering to there is suffering. But it is really just about like what were some of the things in your path in your experience that brought you to a place where you were like, yeah, I, I want to share this love. I want to help others engage with this love.
1: What has encouraged me, what has taught me that I must breathe in, breathe out love, that I, Shreinka, must breathe in, breathe out love?
0: Yes, that is the question? Yeah. If that is, is, that, is how the question lands for you, then yes, that's the question.
1: <laughs> what has brought me to choose love to be my work? Hmm. Well, you know, my mama,
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) mama gave me a lot. She made her transition at 50. Aisha, Aisha means life. She gave birth to me at 21. She died at 50 Mm. and she taught me a lot about spirituality. Um, Her struggle was real. Uh, her life experience, losing her mother at nine and having to navigate her way without a mother in body. But we know we have mothers in spirit. And so she was guided to be able to give birth to me and really teach me that where the people are gathered in prayer, I too can pray. In the midst of all the good people and bad people, <laughs> uh, you know, You know, people talk about the good people and the bad people, but mama taught me where the people are gathered, there are good people and bad people. And where the people are gathered in prayer, I too can pray. And so that's really powerful for me today in my work because that was my foundation. I remember from my mother is to pray. You know, whether it's Buddhism, Christianity, Islam, whatever the prayer is, you know, to the earth, wind, fire and water, let us pray for the happiness of the people and the planet. And as I continue to have my own struggles, because every day I have to pray to accomplish my own human revolution, my own struggle, I learned that, oh, I remember, let me say, I remember what my mom rooted me in to pray. Pray means to honor and celebrate life and also ask for what I want and need and to be guided in that direction.
0: So how do you describe (sighs) the kind of love that your work is grounded in? love can come with many definitions, and I think that it gets rendered small a lot of the time.
1: I describe it as a light, a light that shines through all beings, through all things. A light that shines through all things. And that light is for us to be able to navigate our way through the darkness. The darkness meaning the struggles, like the hard times, the muck, the injustices. So yeah, I describe it as a light that, is, that really shines through all of us, through all of humanity. And that light is there so we can see, and so others can see how to get through the chaos. Our faces barely above water, kicking, gasping for air, praying to relax, trust, and float. The weight of fear, shame, sadness pulling us down. As we take action for our lives to be lanterns of love, pretending not to see here, feel the injustice. Sick from stolen culture, language, food, respect, self confidence, family pride. Still, we dance, sing, tell our stories, keeping faith, creating new history, giving ourselves permission to love from our hearts. Our faces barely above water, kicking, gasping for air. Standing tall, our spirits are soaring, our faces barely above water, still.
0: said about your own human revolution. I love that. What what do you think of as your own human revolution and how that relates to our collective revolution?
1: Well, you know, we're connected to all the emotions. I feel like laughing, crying, moaning, screaming, dreaming. I feel like laughing because there's just so much joy inside of me that's flowing through me. There's so much. I feel like crying because there's just so much things that, that hurt and, and f- moves through the body. Screaming, like just a scream to moan of the good and the bad, the, the good things and the bad things. I'm crying, I'm laughing because I'm growing, you know? So I feel like laughing, screaming, moaning, moaning for like the loss of my family member, my brother, my mother, my, the loss and body, the body mm. loss. Spirit and, and, and laughing and crying and celebrating the spirit of those bodies and that no longer exists, you know, um, because we're all connected to these emotions and those emotions flow through all of us. So it's just being able to um, really celebrate the connection and make a choice of how long those emotions linger. Mm. Could you ask me that question again, though, please? That same question?
0: I can't remember exactly how I worded it. It was I was thinking how you how do you view your own your own human revolution and how does that relate to the greater human revolution?
1: Right, because of all our emotions are connected. And when I can tap into my happiness and really find my way to my happiness in the midst of all the emotions, I feel like laugh and cry and moan and scream and then I continue to dream and see myself and visualize and chant and manifest love and happiness and peace and joy in, in my life. <laughs> accomplishing my human revolution, because then that radiates out into the my relations and all my relations, because I'm choosing to have that relation with myself. Even when I fumble, I remember I can come back to peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, mm. ease. I can come back when I fumble. That's my human revolution. It's a practice every day, because there's so many things that external that could really shatter and disrupt and intensify that energy of not wanting to live suicide but Mm. because i'm choosing to accomplish my own struggle my own human revolution i ground myself every day through sound vibration movement chanting making art celebrating my connections to other people's peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. If I can connect myself to that and celebrate it, even in the midst of when the obstacles come and I can find my way back, then practice is practice, practice, practice to find my way back when it gets hard and it gets bad, I can call forth peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease inside of me. So then anything external also gets to bask in that rays of me shining my light so that we can see the love, the good.
0: <laughs> mm, the good. So I, as a Dharma practitioner, but just also in my own contemplations in life, and even before I came to Buddhism, I really did struggle with this feeling that it never seemed right when people talked about good people or bad people So I because I, I felt that inner conflict within myself. I'm like I can do bad things and I can do good things But what does that mean about who I am as a person and and then coming to Buddhism where it's really beautifully? Articulated is like well actually there is no good or bad people that doesn't exist because no one can be inherently just one way um, No one ever was and ever will be and you talk about this a lot in the work that you do about how good and bad come hand in hand so so what are some examples of how you've learned to hold that complexity, hold the difficult and the joyful, the pain and the pleasure of life, and also the, the things that people do that cause harm and the things that people do that, that cause joy and bring happiness and when the same person can be responsible for doing both those kinds of things?
1: Wow. That's <laughs> a lot. I'm trying to figure out where to come in on that question and find the question in all that.
0: I can think another way to phrase it is using a term that is taught a lot by Lamarad Owens of how do you hold the both and of any experience you, of any so, person.
1: So you were talking about a few things on that, I get. Uh, how do I hold both the good energy and the quote unquote bad energy? And then you also related it to your practice saying there's not good people and there's not bad people. Well, uh, there are people in the world doing bad things that doesn't support the hearts and souls of humanity. There are people in the world that are doing good things that are supporting the hearts and souls of humanity. So I feel like, you know, there are people who are considered that are bad people amongst people that are doing good things, you know, good people. Um, and I do feel like we have those in us just like I was speaking earlier, how all the emotions run through us, all the energies run through us. And sometimes we do bad things. Uh, and then you have to catch yourself and say, Oh, that's a bad thing and come back to the love zone. So, Mm -hmm how do I hold both of those in my body? And how do I (laughs) people to hold that is to continue to manifest, visualize, Mm -hmm. chant, pray, meditate, visualize peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease for all living beings. I reiterate that in most of the questions, because I feel like that's what always gets us back to our true selves of being our great selves, being our great selves, moving towards our greatest selves, rising towards our greatest self, is by remembering that, yes, I can, too can do bad things because I am surrounded by bad things. And things hurt. I get hurt. I hurt. And then I find my way back to raising the vibration of what is good. Peace, love, love joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. For our seven chakras, we need that to live, to, to continue to have the energy flow and grow. We need peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. That's seven words. There's seven chakras in the body. What if that is what flowed the most? And mm-hmm. yet all those other things are there those other energies that make bad things happen, those forces that we all witness, we are a witness to, racism, sexism, classism, you know, all of that. We know about that. Those things are not supporting the hearts and souls of humanity, not taking care of our children properly, not taking care of our elders. We know that those things are happening, but I think it's important to stay in focus and create even make it up, make believe until it actually is real, peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease.
0: Mm-hmm. I really like what you just said about you connect with your true self, your great self, and rise towards your greatest self. Because I feel like there's a lot of narrative out there about being woke or not woke. And Again, it's like what you said about it's always a practice, right? So it's iterative and it's ongoing and it's a process and it's constant. It's not like you just arrive. Um, This might not be a fitting question, I don't know, but have you had to work with sort of a sense of arrogance in your practice sometimes about feeling like you've arrived and and needed to like combat that with some humility?
1: Every time I'm in a relationship with uh, uh, relations, interactions with another human being, Every single time <laughs> because it's an opportunity for me to see myself again. Each time, if I'm honest, I have to step back so I can see myself when I'm in relations with other people because everyone is coming from their own experience because hmm. we're talking about the same thing. And because of the direction you got to this point and the direction I got to this point, we're going to have different experiences and we have to honor that. We have to honor, we're going to have different perspectives. And so that means you do have to take a step back. <laughs> and then you have to remember that, A, hey, I'll never understand that person's positioning because I can never stand in that same spot at that same space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But what I do know, what connects us is that energy that is running through that space, that same space, that same heart and soul is earth, wind, fire, water, energy that connects us, which is love that connects humans. I decide. I decided for myself. I decided for myself to live.
0: This and all the other musical tracks in this episode of Everything is Workable come from Shonka Rahim's album, Bebo Love, which is available through her website, BeboLove.us.
1: am the good. I said I for myself. just going through our daily lives. How about this? Some people just got to listen to the news, got to hear all the bad things that are happening in the world. Like they got to read it. They got to have dialogue about it all day. And then there's some people who are trying to create, like myself, Bebo love. I'm want to leave space in mind. So I'm not watching the news and reading all the negative stuff. Now I know it's happening, But do I want to listen to the journalists and the artists who are even creating that kind of, you know, feeding that energy? Hey, some people need it like that. I personally want to speak more of raising the vibration of what I want. I want to live every day how I want it to be. And I want to create and leave space in my mind so I can recreate ancient energy that has been celebrating human spirits celebrating the earth when the fire the water celebrating our children and our elders and our men and our women like there's some ancient vibrations around celebrating and protecting and uh supporting and like what is that energy of like what is love where we see everyone having enough and um Mm -hmm. Everything is balanced around food and land, time, power, money. Like, you know, land, power, money, time is just equal. It's just like it's in a balance where true love will just have less of that negative vibration of where we're killing people when their hands are up or when we're locking children in caves and starving them to death or bombing up cities and countries like, like we know those things are happening can we like Just equal out money, time, power, and land so that our babies and our elders are taken care of. I just repeated that, I know. But it's just like, what is the story of what we want? What do we want? Mm. (laughs) Can we see that in the movies and the books and the music and the poetry? And the, and the education system, and can we see what we want it to be? Can we continue? I don't care who, who you, your sex, your religion, your preferences, of, to raise the vibration of happiness for all people. It's redundant. But I keep wanting to go back to peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. Cause if I sing it, if I say it, and enough of us are singing it and saying, and then that turns into certain actions, specific actions. You know, just by saying it, you just by singing and saying peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. I say of oh, peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. It's in my body. If if I could just raise that vibration every day in the music and the TVs and the stories and the children. Like then what would our actions manifest? Mm. Then what, what what actions would we take to create, to really create that? How would that shift if our vibrational sound was peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease is in my body. So then it'll be in your body more. It'll be in the next bodies more. And then our actions will change.
0: This embodied practice is so important. Like, I found in my own practice, um, like, I think about when people are really critical of someone saying, like, thoughts and prayers. And I was like, well, it's not that thoughts and prayers are inadequate or something. It's, it's just, are you thinking and praying in ways that you then respond? You're moved to respond, you're moved to show care and love and express that vibration, right? What are some of your embodied practices that? you use every day, and and, I mean, obviously singing, this is great, Um, Uh (laughs) and and that you share with others and help support cultivating so that people can really be in their body with how it feels to be engaged with as peace, love, joy, happiness, grace, ease.
1: Well, I think it's important, again, to, you know, body wisdom, we talk a little bit about body wisdom and the past
0: listening, listening
1: to your body, your body, I can only make choices from like, again, from my own experience and listen to my nervous system and to my heart and my love and my love, like tapping into my love the love for myself. So like, that's the first, it's like self-love and then remembering our body wisdom, like past experience dictate to where we are right now. So where have you been? You remember that? And then where are we now? What is my body feeling right now? And w- what actions do I wanna take? Hmm. What if my body telling me to, to take what action? My body is telling me to take what action? I think I started talking about body, body wisdom, and then um, wanting to understand that my body wisdom is also connected to my ancestral spirits that is in my DNA, and then I can remember that, and then what am I feeling right now in my body is really important to my body wisdom, too really feel what my nervous system, my heart is feeling right in this moment so that I can take action that will support a higher vibration for the future, for my love, for my my community, for my family, for my folks, my friends, my community. And so those practices is like Getting up and saying thank you when you wake up and making your bed and getting dressed and doing some yoga and make yourself some breakfast and uh, sitting in front of your altar, light your candle, get some fresh water, some greens and give thanks for your life and send out some prayers to some other people and make some art, dream, dream about being a better person, dream about how that better person moves through the world. Like roar. I like to say the Bebo roar, sigh, hum, yum. Roar, because we live in this society and it's like, where do we get permission to roar? I say roar, find places and- <laughs> in the shower, roar, make some weird sounds and just roar. <laughs> I want to do it really loud with my roommate's home right now, but like, roar. And I know he's in there listening to the patient. but like, and then I say roar, sigh, because sometimes we just got to sigh too, just ah, just to release a little energy that may be trapping us to get to our good self hum, because we got to think about what's going on in our lives. How do I get to my yum? Where's my yum? Yum is the vibrational sound of God. And when I find it, I'm like, yum, how yummy life can be in the midst of all the chaos. At the same time, I have to have many spiritual practices, you know, and unfortunately, we live in a world that says, oh, so you think you can. So we don't use our birthright practices as often and freely as we can and should, because, you know, we don't do it like Mozart or, or like, <laughs> you know, don't don't even record that. Don't even like post that
0: thing. <laughs> no, I no, I agree. Like the, the actually I point that out about Mozart. I tell people I'm like you do realize like Mozart was born into a super musical family where he was also incredibly wealthy and was learning how to play instruments basically since infancy.
1: Like well, <laughs> uh, well that's why I realized <laughs> that there was more important for me to be <laughs> is that our birthright, we were given gifts at birth and that's to move and to make sound. That's how we're moving through the world right now. Movement and sound is a gift and we should use it to better know oneself. Explore your movement, explore your sound.
0: What are some of the rituals that you have and how have they evolved over time?
1: breath, like challenging myself to make fuller breaths, to sing, to dance, to sit in front of my altar and really giving myself permission to take the time to really sit there and know that that I'm connected to a global prayer. Like I know people are praying or chanting or meditating or visualizing all over the world. And as i give myself permission to sit there, I feel like I'm connected to a higher force, a higher good. And that empowers me internally, which then I think allows me to support and hold space for others to sing and dance and tap into their own joy. And making art, like giving myself some permission to make art through giving myself permission to play the Native American flute. I, I like to call it my holy stick. It's a stick with holes in it. And I set <laughs> and I taught myself how to play, like just giving myself permission to explore things, um, to create challenging myself to be with other people because I can be very much of a hermit. So with other people is a practice of bettering myself. Because like I said earlier, every time you have an opportunity to have relations, you get to challenge yourself to be your best self. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because you will get triggered by somebody else's experience. Somebody else's experience is going to trigger you, and not always in the best way. And then how do you find your way back to the love zone once okay. you're triggered? So um, take a deep breath. Be Bebo, love, showing guys say, be bo love, that hurt, that didn't feel good. I take a deep breath, let it out with a sound. If I can roar, I roar. If I sigh, I sigh and bring myself back to the love zone so that I can have some peaceful, loving, joyful, happy, grace and ease conversation. I don't always dance the way you want me to. I don't always- Moving ain't nothing but dance me. Moving ain't nothing but dance me. So isms, religions can't keep us apart. So the next time we meet, let it be with LGE. Love, grace, and, ease. Love, grace, and ease. Moving ain't nothing but dance me. Moving ain't, 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 ain't nothing but dance me. I dance my life, and so do you. I dance my life, and so do you. So isms, religions can't keep us apart. So the next time we meet, let it be with LGE. Love, grace, and ease grace So lift your, heart to the sky. lift your heart to the sky. Turn around, touch the ground. And wind it up. Wind it up. Wind it up. So the next time we meet, let it be with LG. Grace Love, grace, and ease. Love grace Love grace Love grace
0: so to finish off, I always invite my guests just to offer anything that they want. So this is your space to leave listeners with anything that you would like them to have.
1: You asked me earlier, what are some of my spiritual practices? And I said, making music, visual art, singing, dancing, Myself to be bon love, giving myself permission to roar, sigh, come young. Be bon love, Shoinka. That's what I want the people to know is that it begins with self. So let's all just take responsibility and raise the vibration within ourselves of peace, love, joy, happiness, health, grace, and ease. And when we have moments when it's not none of that, remember to zap yourself (laughs) to the love zone. You know, use your superpowers because we all have superpowers and it's called love. Love is a superpower. Love is a superpower. Get yourself back to the love zone. (laughs) If we're operating out of the love zone, we're going to find that internal joy.
0: To learn more about Shoenka Rahim's work, buy her music, support the production of her next album, or book her for an event, visit bibolove.us. That's b i b o love.us. I'm incredibly grateful to my many patrons without whom I could not make my practice the focus of my time and attention. Immense appreciation to Gretchen Wagner Julian and Shannon Hatch, Winita Budgen, Margaret Prescott, Val Delane, Perry Pugh, Annika, Jennifer Harkness, Katie Bredbeck, Laura Malkern, Michelle Puckett, Sierra Love, and Chrissy Bird. Patrons help me to cover the cost of producing this podcast, but also make it possible for me to do outreach for my chaplaincy, buy art supplies, and have focused time for writing. Visit CaitlinSCHatch.com to see the breadth of my work in the world. The original theme song for this podcast was created by award-winning singer-songwriter Tajai Moore of More Music.